Welcome to the Daniel McInnes Podcast, a podcast for small businesses who are seeking great practical advice about marketing and sales. Danielle thinks like a customer. Even as a little kid, she always has shown deep empathy for others. Dan uses this customer insight to help small businesses create practical marketing strategies that work. Using this customer-centric approach and her 20 years' experience in sales and marketing, Dan takes what is in your head, adds her expertise to create a system to assist you make better marketing decisions, attracts a regular stream of ideal customers, and creates a brand that your employees and customers will love. Hope you enjoy this podcast. back to my podcast for this week. Um, this week I wanted to go through a customer experience that I had this morning when I dropped off my car for a car service. And the reason that I wanted to go through it is I like to be a bit of a marketing critic and sort of have a look at what's happening around me and, and share those thoughts with others. So this morning after I dropped off my son to school, I went to drop, drop my car off at the Honda Service Centre um, and it's quite a busy road and so the first thing that I really noticed when I went to drop off the cars, the parking was absolute a nightmare. Um, I had to cross a double lane highway and even then there wasn't any parking outside the service centre so... Um, I actually drove up in front of it. Um, I wasn't actually sure if it was a parking bay or not, but I just didn't really have any option. I was in a bit of a rush. I wanted to be able to just drop off my keys and then and then get going. Um, and anyway, this is what happened. So I um, I parked my car. I took off my car key, and I walked into the receptionist area. Um, the receptionist was on the phone and it looked like there was a lot of calls sort of banked up. She looked quite stressed. And another service guy came to the front and said, what's your registration? And this is a pretty new Honda for me, so I, I, did, I didn't have any idea. I said, oh, look, I'm sorry, I don't know. Um, I looked on my little RECV tag and I hadn't changed over from the last time, the last car. So... Uh, look, the only option I really had was to look out the window and read it to him. So that's what I did. And I eventually found the paperwork. And I thought, oh, good, I'll drop off my keys. But that's not what happened. Then he said, can you go and sit in the waiting area? And I'm thinking, why am I going to sit in the waiting area? You know, I had my keys ready to go. Anyway, so I went through the waiting area and it's packed. The TV's on. One guy's on his Apple computer. Um, I got out my phone and started trying to check my email and other people were looking at the TV. I saw sort of the coffee area, but I'd have to walk through three or four people and I decided that the coffee area looked like that instant crap. <laughs> so I didn't bother. So then I just kept checking my phone. Anyway, 20 minutes went past and eventually somebody came over and read out my registration number, which, thank God, I remembered this time. And I said, oh, that must be me. And so then he directed me over a few paces to a sort of a desk area 
where he sort of proceeded to go through what they would do in the service, you know, check the tyres, da-da-da. Now, I knew it was a free service because it was the first time for my new car. After I let him go through his spiel, I said, look, what's your name? And he said, oh, my name's Peter. And I said, well, look, Peter, I've been waiting here for 20 minutes. Um, I can see that a lot of other people here have been waiting and I know it's first thing in the morning, it's really busy. But I was just wondering if there was another way or a faster way where I could just drop my keys off and go. Because, you know, seriously, I know you're going through the paperwork, but, you know, there's got to be a faster way. Well, he explained to me that he had to actually get my signature on the service paperwork and he also explained to me that this was something management needed to change and that he wasn't really in a position to change it, which to me is a cop-out. But, um, you know, I sort of explained to him that it wasn't a great experience and then after a while he sort of said, well, actually, I sort of said to him, look, okay, is there a better time to drop off? Because I run my own business, I can drop off any time. And he said to me, well, yes, look, if you came after 10.30, um, you can. And then after I probed a bit more, I found out that there was this actual express service where you can actually put your keys in an envelope and um, sort of write, you know, what, what you're after or service or whatever and then leave it under the glass door before 8.30 in the morning. And I thought, bloody hell, that would have suited me. Um, and so I was glad that there was another process, but I had to ask for it. So I said thank you and then I left. He didn't direct me to where the door was that I could leave the envelope. It wasn't an envelope that I could actually get off them, that I could pre-fill. So I was still actually not sure how to do it. Um, I've got to go and pick my car up this afternoon, so I might inquire a little bit more about it. But you can see from a small business's point of view, this process is seriously a bad process and a bad experience. So let's go through it and see what the other options could be. And for you as a small business, maybe you can be thinking about what the touch points are when you... When your customer first approaches you, do the whole service that you provide and see how you can actually make this a better experience because if you don't, you run the risk of them leaving or looking for another service. If you do it really well, you'll actually guarantee them, even at a price premium. I've got to say Honda service isn't um, a low-end market. In terms of service, I'm sure that they're offering a premium service and I'm paying for it, but they're going to have to lift their game. So the first thing that they could have done is I could have been given that express option on the phone. You know when you first book in to have a service? This would have been a great thing for me. I would have raved about it. Oh, I can just drop my keys off and I'm sure that there's other service centres doing that. Love to know. You can always email me at danielle at mckinnismarketing.com.au. The second thing that they could have done is they could have assisted me by providing me some information on the phone when I was booking in about the parking. They could have explained that it's quite a busy road. Um, they could have offered some other service like a neighbouring property or um you know, park in a side street and we'll move it because that was quite a stressful thing to, before I even got there. 
So that was something that they could have done on the phone before I got there. The receptionist could have asked for my name, not the registration. I think that's quite impersonal and also a lot of people have to look up their registration. I don't know about you, but I just don't remember it. So I think that that's a much better approach. So there's three things I could have done immediately to improve my experience. In terms of the waiting area, I think that, look, they've got to get with the program. They need to provide some tools and convenience for busy people. If we have to wait, and some people actually choose to wait for that, um, you know, if it's quick service, if it's going to be an hour, at least provide the tools so that we can actually keep getting on with our day. And... And that isn't just a television. In my point of view, a lot of people sitting in that area were trying to work. So to have a wireless um, connection would have been good or even to have one of those, you know, up against the window where you put your laptop on it and connect in with some PowerPoints or con connectivity would have been a great thing. And um, to go that little bit further, even have someone make you a cappuccino, or hot chocolate or a cup of tea would have actually changed that waiting period into a nightmare and a waste of time into something that, you know, you'd actually look forward to and you could keep working. So that was a big missed opportunity as well. The next thing that could have happened is the service person could actually ask for my name when they actually asked me up to go on through that interview process instead of, again, the registration number, which I remember this time so that was good but really he could have introduced um he, he also could have introduced himself when he actually took me through the paperwork and rather than just say you know here you are um, this is what we're going to do which I frankly don't care about he could have actually said to me um you know have you got any concerns about your car and just let me tell him because frankly the rest of it I didn't care about um, the last opportunity that was really missed by Peter who actually took me through this exercise was to, to note that I was actually dissatisfied and that as a customer, if you're actually going to give some feedback to somebody to own it, so for your employees, if you have them, if you ever get that opportunity where somebody's giving you some feedback, you can really win a customer by the way your employee or you treat that. So Peter could have said to me at the end of that when I actually handed him his, my keys, he could have said, look, Danielle, I'm sorry you've had to wait and I'm glad you know about the express option. Um, we'll have your car ready at 2pm for collection and um, be assured that you won't be waiting or something like that so that I felt like I'd been heard um, and that again was a missed opportunity. So the reason I'm recording this particular episode is for you to look for those missed opportunities in the customer experience. You know, there's so many little touch points that, you know, your customers could tell you about and even by asking their question would be good. And I don't mean sending a long survey. Maybe even asking your employees, you know, I used to put up happy customers, sad customers, happy employees, sad customers, in a whiteboard and actually having a team meeting and talk about what are the potential opportunities for you to improve that experience because it can make a huge difference to your brand and to how your customers choose you over going somewhere else. 
Because the opportunity for me now and probably many other people sitting in that customer service centre is to think, well, you know, what is the point of difference of coming back to a Honda service centre? You know, I'm paying premium here and this isn't a great experience. Maybe I should seek out that alternative, that no-name um, service centre. Um, so, look, you know, I really need think that they need to pick up their game and I hopefully that they'll listen to this when I send them to them, send this um, recording to them because I think that there's a lot of opportunity for them to provide that premium service but they're just not doing it yet. So hopefully you get a chance to think about this for your small business and I'd love to hear any feedback that you've got about something that's happened to you or a good experience, how someone's really delivering something a little bit special, a little bit beyond, um, you know, the average experience at the moment. Thanks for listening. Hey, thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to this podcast. For more great marketing tips, go to Dan's blog at www.daniellemcginnis.com and sign up for her marketing tips or visit her website at www.mcginnismarketing.com.au. Catch you next time.